Welcome back, people. It is episode 44, season two of the Taxi Squad podcast. Happy Halloween. Happy Christmas music. All I want for Christmas is, in fact, the pod. That's back, dude. I forgot about that. It's back. It's back. Vince. We're we're many miles apart now, but we last are. week we were together. But we're back as always. How the hell are you, dude? I'm so good. It is really cold out here. You did send a kind of a mean spirited uh, Snapchat to me where you're like, "Oh, it's Wasn't. 80 degrees. It snowed dude, on Christmas. Boy, this it's is snowed. like why you live out here. It's I like know. perfect. It snowed on Christmas. It snowed on Christmas. It snowed yesterday. It was yesterday was." was halloween Tuesday, in case people want to know it's not it's november 1st today people yeah. tomorrow's um, yeah tomorrow's it'll drop november 2nd yeah. we all know how this works uh it snowed yeah. and it wasn't great for the kids but they were out there doing it all i don't know about you but this is a this seems like the first year post-covid where like trick-or-treating is actually back did you have trick-or-treaters so we, they can't because there's no like access to my upstairs but no. they close out off all of southport essentially and then it's just like trick-or-treating haven cute it's pretty cute it is really cool but it's like uh, halloween town that was a disney is. movie yeah, yeah. marnie piper dude i know that marnie i know piper. that damn movie. yeah come marnie on marnie piper if you're a 90s kid you know all about halloween town. better goddamn believe what's your favorite disney channel original movie mike Ooh, man probably sky high Ooh, what a poll. Sky High was probably my favorite overall Disney Channel original. Okay. Kurt Russell was in that movie. Fun fact, kids. Fuck yeah, Google it. That's so random. That's awesome. But I mean, seriously, if you're going to pull a rando, that's the rando you pull. Oh, yeah. Just saying. I was always a brink kid. Brink. Brink, yeah, with the rollerbladers. And they had to roll bl- oh, yeah. they had a rollerblade down that hill, and then one of them ate it, and the guy's like, I got to go help him out. And then he lost the race, but he helped the guy out. It was so like right. classic Disney Channel original movie bullshit. It was so good. Wasn't, like, the first kid a Disney Channel original, too, with Sinbad? He, and he was like, man. <laughs> He's like, the first watch, kid. I got to watch the president's kid, man. Uh, like there, was, <laughs> there was my date with the president's daughter. That one I do know. No, no, no. The first kid was a movie about Sinbad where he's the bodyguard for the president's kid. Really? And then, oh, yeah. And then there was the original Shazam, even though yep. the Mandela effect will tell you Sinbad wasn't in that movie. He was in yeah. that fucking movie. Wasn't Sinbad Shaq, was wasn't in, Shaq the, in Shazam, the second one? There's the. Per the Mandela effect, there was only one Shazam film. Wait, wasn't Shaq in one? That they say that's the only one, but it's bullshit. Mm, I get tripped up by the Mandela effect constantly. The Mandela effect. Do you remember in the Disney movies growing up as a kid that Tinkerbell would come around and put the, yeah, she'd put the eye in Disney with the thing. They say that doesn't exist either. That's garbage. We talked about that on Unrelated for a while and like the Berenstein Bears and all that shit. I'm like, I don't I don't know. I think they changed that just to have a Mandela effect about it. I'm not buying. Yeah, it. I'm not. Yeah, the dumb I, one. I'm not the dumb. I one, don't know. Dude. Either that or they <laughs> turned on CERN and then CERN started conspiracy podcast. CERN started throwing the world out of whack and all the memories of your childhood are now skewed and we're living in an alternate reality and all of this is just a giant simulation. That could be it. We're not even here. <laughs> I 
<laughs> yeah, we're here to talk about sports. Mike. I could <laughs> bend through this camera and pull out Vince's vape. Hit a little here. I swallowed it. Um, <laughs> the reason we watch sports is because we want to avoid thinking about any of the other bullshit that we have to think about. That's correct. The of it. So it's a, it's it's a beautiful distraction in the world of everyday life. Yeah. And we're just blessed we get to talk about it once a week, right? Why I mean, don't I know more about politics? Because I can recite like at least ten guys that have hit over three hundred home runs, and that's that's right. how much I got in my head, right. dude. Why 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 would I pay attention to politics? Maybe because it does in fact matter about our everyday lives more yeah. so your local election for the record. But I would say this much. I mean, sports is just far more entertaining. You Agreed. can gamble on it now, yeah. right? You got sports you know? casters saying bad words. You got you can... people out there. Uh, you got people out there literally. You got, you got former NFL stars rocking around with millions of dollars and ones on his it's... way to the strip club, maybe. 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 Uh, I think that brings us to Strange and Unusual, is it not? What a segue today. Man. I know. That was I mean, we we just went full circle. But yeah, Vince, I mean strange and unusual. You got the first one here. Why don't you um, why don't you bury this one? Chris Broussard did a no no, Mike. He did something what did that he you're do? Not supposed to do. On uh, national television? On national television with my least favorite guy. I just love how ghetto Chris Broussard talks all the time. He's always like, man. I mean, that's probably where he's from, if I'm not mistaken. That's probably well. I don't know if he's necessarily from the get Well, but I'm just saying, well, like, he's probably from a place where that's more natural to his voice. Well, yeah, no, I just, I just, I'm just saying, I, I dig the way the guy talks. But continue. He was talking to Nick Wright, who might be the worst guy besides Colin Coward in oh. all of sports media. Um, Nick bad. Yeah, Nick Wright is the most annoying man. In my sports life, um, Chris Broussard was talking to him about James Harden, which we're going to get to in a little bit. Chris Broussard said, is this man not ridiculous, not ridiculous, but Rick, not going to say it. Um, okay. He said that word and they said, you shouldn't use that word. And that's probably true to which he replied developmentally disabled and then said that he had a family member who recently died that was uh, developmentally disabled, which gives him a reason to say that on live TV. I'm still trying to figure out why. That's like, remember when Kevin Spacey, like, was a pedophile? And then he was like, no, it's okay because I'm gay. And you're like, that's not the issue. No, no, no. It's fine that you're gay. It's It's just not okay that you touch kids. kids Now, like... For the record, like comedians thought like Shane Gillis talks about the fact that he has family members with Down syndrome. That's why it's not a bad thing. I don't I I mean, I always spent a lot of time with those kids growing up because I wanted to give back. And I always thought, you know, like people who look at them as if they're not just normal human beings like you and me are just absolutely ridiculous. And I'm not a fan of the word itself. So for him to say it on national television. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing, too, is like Shane Gillis said it in a comedy special where it's like purposely supposed to be shocking this was just like a, is he just and you're like chris and then he tried to He's walk just, it back and you're like you can't do that either you're dude. burying a bigger hole guy not you're good. burying a bigger one yeah no i mean hey he just went he just got a little heated and i mean granted it's about the clippers acquiring james, james harden, harden. <laughs> yeah. which in every sense of the word is not a very good idea for them yeah at all 
looks like more of a business decision. Like we'll get into the whole thought process yeah. of why the Clippers did this. But I mean, for for fair record, his reaction is not like far off. Just probably valid. shouldn't have gone down. It's valid. That yeah. rabbit hole because the Clippers are just about to be a team of superstars that don't play. Yeah. A lot, <laughs> dude. A lot of rest going on there. A lot of there's a lot rest. of rest. Yeah. A lot of. Yeah. I mean, how do you get that job, by the way? Like, seriously, how do you get a be job? An NBA player? Well, just be, be good at basketball. Really, <laughs> you were really good. No, no, no. Be really good at at the NBA for like, I don't know what, seven years or almost a decade. And then you just get to a point like Ben Simmons where he didn't play or do dick for like two years. Yeah. Got paid millions of dollars to bang supermodels and go on vacation. Like, how do I how do I get this job? Uh, it's kind of he's all potential people still see potential like this guy's almost 30 no i think he's like around my age <laughs> he, i mean he is he is scaring the shit out of 30 far more than he is 25 i'm just yeah. saying you're right and about they were that. comparing this fucking guy to lebron for how long well like, he he came in with the same skill set as lebron as a as a young man uh but lebron got better and ben simmons hasn't gotten better yeah, Ben Simmons has regressed aggressively, and not only that, but he is just a baby back bitch. Yeah, I can't stand the man. If you've I been know. listening to the podcast from day one, I was going to say this isn't news. This, this isn't news. How much and I know hate's a strong him? word, but man, when you the Bulls were like, him. "We're we're potentially looking at," I was like, "Oh God, no! I won't no. be a Bulls fan anymore." No thanks. Because it is it's difficult position. to be a Chicago sports fan. It's just like a fucking factory of sadness. He's been all right this year, though, Mr. Ben Simmons. What's he done? What's he do? Vince, they played he's, four fucking games. What, he's he, the what best, has he done? He's the best player on the Nets. He's averaging like 8, 10, 8, 10, and 8. 60% field goal percentage. Not a lot of points, but 10 rebounds, 8 assists, 8 points. Okay. He's a okay. starter. I think I'm far more excited about Victor Webignana. We'll talk about Victor Webignana. Yes. yes. Um, but the other side of the strange and unusual, which we did also talk about in the lead in, uh, retired NFL running back Edger James. Edger James in his time was an absolute fucking the unit. edge, dude. Played for the Colts, played Monster. for the Arizona Cardinals. Should have won dog. that Super Bowl with them, but that was Joseph Adai. Yeah, should have won that Super Bowl with them, but was Joseph Adai. Um, the GM, Jim Ursay of the Indianapolis Colts is on record to say that he did give Edron James his Super Bowl ring. Good. I mean, to his credit, too, they had Marshall Falk, then Edron James, then Joseph Adai. That's a solid three running backs in a row. Yeah, Joseph Adai wasn't the talent that Edron James was, right. in my opinion. Still pretty good, though. Still serviceable. Now, yeah. granted, they had every major wide receiver on the planet between True. Reggie Wayne and uh, Marvin you know, Harrison. Marvin Harrison was who also has successful genes. Dallas too. Clark. Very yeah. successful reproduction in that. Gentleman, was that Brandon right? Stokely too? I think we talked about this last week, and I always just forget. yeah. There was a couple great white hypes on that team. There's yeah. Brandon Stokely, and then there was Dallas Clark, famous yeah. for not wearing gloves, by the way. Yep, forty four, right? Forty. Yeah, he's, he's in 44. the forties playing tight end. I like that. Terrible Jay Z album. Great tight end. Yeah. Um. Now I will say this much though, that. Edron James may be going through the brain thing because uh, he was on the X or Twitter and posted a video of himself driving around with a million dollars in ones. Yeah. One dollar bills, million dollars and one dollar bills and a Chrysler Pacifica. 
which I believe there's laws against this shit that you can't do it. Yeah, that's too much money to carry around. It's Where's like, he going? Uh, maybe the strip club trying to drop a milli on the hose. Um, hey, those are nice ladies. The thing is with him too, though. Yeah, right. You could, you, could, you could be a nice hoe, I guess. Someone's uh, daughter, Vince. Yep. He. Scumbag. The thing is, is that he still like works with the Colts to a point. Like he helped repair the relationship with the Colts and Jonathan Taylor, and he's like still really? around. And then he just goes is he on record for that. Yeah, it's been a whole thing. It's been a whole thing that he like really? tried tried to help do that or explain to them whatever it is, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, that video was. Fucking hilarious. But I guess you can get in trouble when you have too much money on you. It's like conspiracy conspiracy to something. I think it's like anything more than like 20 grand or something like that. You're conspiracy to launder. Something like that. Something like that. But like what? Where are you going? Like, can we like conspiracy? Like, where where are you going with this money? The only place I can think of where you bring one dollar bills is strip clubs. Is a strip club. Or maybe he just wanted to go deposit that in the bank and make it rain. Or he wanted to know. buy a McLaren with all ones. McLaren's more than a million, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, inflation's a motherfucker. Well, no, Back he's like, day. put the taxation on my car. <laughs> I don't know if you pay cash. No, if you pay cash, you got to pay tax. I mean, uh-huh. regardless. Yeah. I, unless you got a, unless you got a, you know, beneath the table sort of deal on the arm. I'm not right. paying tax. Right. But yeah, a lot of money to be driving around in a rental. You know, I'm just saying Pacifica too. million dollars. You're in a Pacifica like go get in Indiana of all places, too. Do you know Gary, Indiana has the highest crime rate in the country? I do know that. Yes. Per capita. I do know that. It's not the best place in the world. No. And it used to be like booming. Business was booming in Gary for a very long time. Wasn't it like steel or something like that? Yeah, it was or similar coal, to like or something Allentown. that isn't something that so, isn't used. It was anymore. more so steel. I mean, steel's used, but yeah. it, you know, it's on across the pond and all that good stuff. But I will yeah. say that it was a booming town in the fifties. Same thing with like a town like Rockford. Rockford, Illinois, was booming for a long time. Now it's a shithole. Hey, hometown of Fred Van Vliet, though, so never forget. Who the fuck? Oh. I was like, that you know, who Fred Van Vliet Fred is. You got to, you got to stop being yeah. on a sports podcast. You don't know Mr. Not, Van Vliet. Not, not Greta, but Fred. No, yeah, way there different, way different, way different, um, way different. But Edron James, is... good for you, Edron James. Whatever you were doing, good. I'm sure you had a good time. Good for you. Now, if you really wanted to, with all that million dollars of ones, you could buy a lot of razor blades. But if you wanted to get the biggest bang for your buck with all that money. Purchasing those razor blades, you'd partner with our great friends at Henson Shaving. This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months, and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right, rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. We remember the beard bet. 
You remember me shaving off the whole thing. If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost of ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code the Taxi Squad. T H E T A X I S Q U A D at checkout, and you'll receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a hundred pack of razors. You'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years, depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the Taxi Squad at HensonShaving.com. Go check it out. Vince, college football. It was yeah. officially week, I believe, nine or yeah, it was week nine Annoying. of technically ten, but there's week zero. Week zero. In there, it's, so. It always fucks me up. Always. It's always weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was week nine of the college football weekend series of a Saturday day of Pac-12 games that were absolutely snooze fest. Yeah. Um, minus the late night game on the Halloween party for most people. So I think I don't think a lot of people were paying attention to the college footballs this week, especially even the colleges, just simply due to the fact there was a party weekend and I don't think everybody gave a shit. People weren't out for Halloween, dude. People weren't trying to watch college football. Yeah. But I was. So was I. I mean, yeah. hey, I don't know if anybody saw Oklahoma lose to Kansas. What the heck, like, man? The worst. I told everybody on... pay attention to that fucking game. You did. You did. There's Come on. I have to give you your flowers on that. You were the one being like, hey, who knows? Kansas is pretty good. Uh, Oklahoma's been on a tear the last, what, like six weeks where everybody's like, they were maybe progressing a little quicker than we thought they were going to. This is a little bit comeback to Jesus moment where it's like, all right. Sorry, ass now. Brent Venables. But we got we got Bedlam next week, don't we? Um, Bedlam is in fact next week, which I mean, Oklahoma State blows this year. So it stinks though. And I heard this today, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even think about that. This is like the last time we're gonna get Bedlam for probably a good time. No, they'll always make it out of conference game. Do they you play think, though, because they also are going to have to do. Well, actually, Texas is moving to the SEC, too. So we'll see. It's how rich, that goes, it's, it's rich history. I mean, the, I they know. will always have one out of conference game. That will be that. I, I think so. Personally, you'd like to think because then it's always like kind of a shoe in for Oklahoma until or Oklahoma State figures their shit out. <laughs> You know what I will say? It's going to be something uh, the next time fans rush the field and potentially get some hands thrown on them. Yeah. Uh, because I saw some post-game videos of Kansas State fans uh, or yeah. Kansas fans rushing the field and, like, going in the face of Oklahoma players. Yep. It's going to take one to just absolutely well, fucking snap. Like, I'm sorry. You, you got what's coming to, to you. Like, you have to be able to, like – get off the field and be safe if that thing happens. I mean, same thing happened with the Notre Dame thing where I was against Caleb Williams. And I was like, all right, like this guy's an asshole. Like smidge of a dick. Was it funny to me? Yeah. But also you're an asshole. Like you kind of deserve to get smacked if you go and smack somebody, you know, like they should, they should be able to have a smack back if that's the case. And they kind of can't. Oh, if somebody put their finger in my face and I'm walking off the field, oh, we're we're gonna have an issue. That's kind of what I'm saying. Especially if I'm upset that I just lost the game itself. It's like I will fuck you up. And you're both like university students. You go to the same school, so it's like you're probably around the same age. You should be able to hit the person. Or even if you I don't mean, go to the same school, yeah. I mean, a lot of them are these frat boys who are probably blasted, 
And, you know, at the end of the day, they're rushing the field. They took the fucking goalpost and dropped it in the lake yeah. right next to the stadium. I don't know if anybody saw that. That was that. like, that te- was, that was that like was Tennessee. Hilarious. Remember Tennessee last year? Oh, yeah. They, they did carried take, the goalpost uh, yeah. all the way out of the field and then threw it in the river. <laughs> the lake after they, yeah, after they beat Bama, which I yeah. don't understand the the significance of that. Because yeah, because like then they got to go buy a new goal, goalpost. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, I guess that's the, the thought process behind it. I, I don't know. Um, what I will say though, is it was, it was an okay weekend. Um, Washington may not be as good as we thought they were. Yeah. Uh, cause Stanford put 33 on them. Granted, Michael Penix had a good game. Looked the part four touchdowns. Still won the game. I will say this though. And Stanford's right now, played pretty good this year. Yeah. In spots. Obviously they're not a good team, but in spots they played pretty well to me. The biggest storyline after this weekend is the Heisman race. Is Bo Nix at the top of this running right now? At some point, someone's got to say it. That offense is humming, dude. You're not going to get anybody from Georgia. He looks really fucking good. Yeah, like Brock Brock Bowers is obviously not playing right now, who could have been like a dark horse, whatever it may be. Like Bo Nix... Panics included as well. Caleb Williams was the favorite. I don't think he's going to be winning it at this point. No. It's got it's got to be Bo Nix. Bo Nix looking at the odds, chances are he's going to be the guy. Is he the top I mean, right now? Is he top on odds? I would I would assume so. Here, let's let's get uh let's get the live look on the sports let's book. Let's see how long it takes this time. I'm going to just time, it took like 20 minutes. <laughs> I'll just get back to you. Let's keep let's keep moving. That's what, fine. What, what, what are some of your favorite matchups here? Talk um, about your Golden Domers. I'd like to talk about my Domers really quick because they played a hell of a game against Pittsburgh. I know Pittsburgh's yeah. not a great team this year, um, but fifty-eight-seven is just something you like to see, especially with those couple losses in the middle of the season. There, twelfth um, in the nation, moving back up the rankings. Obviously, they're not going to go to a playoff this year, but they're probably going to be placed in a pretty decent bowl game. And I'm ready to get hurt again. I'm ready for them to lose in a bowl game, and it's going to break my heart. I'm ready for you're the ready to get, you're fucking, ready to get hurt again. Fucking forty-five-year-old man that's playing quarterback right now is just going to absolutely kill it, um, and then they're going to lose in dreadful fashion. I expect. So, yep, that's kind of that's kind of Notre Dame for you. But do I believe? Oh God, yes, I do. I believe. Who do your again. domers got this week, Vince? The Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Also, post bye week. I want to make that clear. Post bye week. Yeah, you played Pittsburgh, Vince. I know, but they're playing. Most recent quarterback to go through that is former USC Trojan Keaton Slovis. What? Nobody gives a fuck about him. Yeah, he played for Pittsburgh last Ah, season. He may still be on the team. No, now it's Christian Velich. And And Sam Hartman's line, did he even throw the football? It didn't need to. Two interceptions, 18 pass attempts, 288 yards, zero touchdowns. What do you, you don't have to do anything when you got Audric Estime in the back. Dude, I know he only had three touchdowns. He only had three touchdowns. (laughs) I'm just saying, no. Yeah, they scored scored a million touchdowns. Nate Yarnell, whoever the fungal that is, he played decent. Uh, Punt returns off the bat here. Oh, there's an Italian on the Irish team, Steve Angeli. Yeah, he's probably Six like for me. seven, 92 yards, one touchdown. Hey, you get a pass from Mr. Cooper Flanagan. Sam Hartman might be uh, he might be, uh, you know, watching it here. Look at this. Wow. Interception return, punt return, fumble return, 
they were just scoring. Okay, so there's a lot of defensive touchdowns. Yeah. Fuck yeah, which is yeah. their bread and butter, which was the expectation this year, is that the defense they need to show up and be good. Sam yeah. Hartman, obviously, you wanted a better quarterback, but I'll, I'm happy with that. They take Are on. They gonna da- make- Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I was gonna scary. say they they take on Dabo's boys who have been less than heart, or they've been a little disheartening for them uh, this year, kind of an off year. Do you see Dabo Swinney go absolutely apeshit all over that kid that called into that radio station? No, I didn't. Oh, it was great. The kid was just What did like, he do? He was telling him how to coach, essentially. And Dabo Swinney's like, I started from nothing, and I made a national championship. And you, Tyler. He <laughs> called him Tyler. Just oh, he called him Tyler. Him. Yeah, oh, he just so the stress is it. getting to him? Yeah. Well, he was just like, and you don't understand how this happened. Like, blah, blah, blah. The way I ran this program, I made them good. Which, to his credit. He did. Yes. Fuck yeah, he did. Um, I mean, he he's built some winners out there, and he's, he's also had a good coaching tree. He's done uh, he's done a good job at making himself the enemy this year for sure. And I think that included with this one. You're like, okay, like well, it's it's easy to make fun of him, even though he is a good coach. But like he did the whole um, name, image, and likeness. But like nil is like he was like it's like God instead of making money with car dealerships i make money with god or like i get credence from god whatever it was that whole thing Sounds like uncle baby billy yeah and after i pay all my scientists i love that reference right to shemstones let's go um uncle baby billy. get out of here nerd you know <laughs> nerd right that's baby billy here, bonkers <laughs> yeah right baby, um, get out here nerd yeah so yeah dabbo swinney hopefully we can get another win from them next week that's my plan well, I would be careful because Clemson in Clemson, this is a big game for Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, they're not playing at their home field. And not only that, but playing Clemson at Clemson is not an easy task. I mean, no. FSU almost lost to Clemson. And FSU is ranked fourth in the nation right now. They did. And that's a good team. So very good team. So Notre Dame better come and they better know. I'm just happy they don't have DJ Oogaloogale anymore. DJ Ugalugale lost on Saturday he to did. an Arizona University of Arizona team. Nobody saw that one coming. Who would have uh, thought? Last minute. Yeah, not I. Not I. I mean, that University of Arizona team pretty decent. I mean, the fact that they played with a bunch of Pac-12 matchups, they they I mean, they brought USC to overtime. Not like saying that's much to say considering fucking USC <laughs> this weekend. Jesus. Can we Yes, sorry, go in on that. Can we just see Mike lose his mind? I didn't even want to watch the game um, Saturday night. Had a party to go to. I was like, I don't even Ayo, want to see it. popular boy. Don't even want to see it. Went to went to my brother's famous Halloween party. Dressed up like Tony Soprano. Pretty good. Pretty good. Good, pretty good look. Not bad. The, hey, it's a busy the, day. The impression is good. That's a good impression from you there. It is. He sent me a Snapchat, and I was like, Damn. I had the fucking over on Caleb Williams. He only fucking threw for 253 yards. How do you do that? I don't there have that go. in my there soul, in my, in my gonads. There you go. I can't do that. You watch enough Sopranos, it just kind of comes naturally. I've watched it a ton. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't, I don't know what more. I just pick up easy on the impressions. Fucking Caleb Williams. He was a fucking Heisman runner-up before the beginning of the fucking season. Now he's in the fucking ass. He looked okay. He didn't look like Caleb. He, what you expect this, Caleb Williams? This but he looked hero okay. ball bullshit. He's getting exposed. He holds onto the ball for way too long. No turnovers just, though on his end. No. Oh yay! He still holds onto the ball way too long. I mean, the go defense, look. Defense though is the worst. Defense is trash. This is the typical 
typical Lincoln Riley team. Yep. Typical. It just is, man. I mean, it, they scored zero points in the second quarter, scored 12 in the third, and 21 in the fourth. Yeah. And it, it just, they put themselves behind. They can't tackle. The running game needs to be better. And in this past week, I will give it credit. It's like our first 100-yard rushing week in probably two weeks from one guy. So Marshawn Lloyd looks good. Um, overall, I just I don't know right now where the future is headed for this program without Caleb Williams. Um, you Next year will be Nelson. interesting. Yeah. Malachi Nelson coming up through the program Supposed should be, really be a guy. Good. Yeah. Supposedly. But this is the it's it's OU. SoCal right now, it's the same thing, except they could run the ball a lot better at OU, and they're yeah. not running the football very well. Their defensive line suspect. They can't tackle. Their secondary shit. The Grinch it's... almost stole Halloween from you guys. Who's the Grinch? Alex. Who's Alex? Alex, Alex Grinch? Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> Understand Alex my reference. Yeah, come on, dude. Yeah, okay, okay, sorry. I just get so caught up with this team. Caught the up. Case. Really feeling it. Caught up. All right, go on. Sorry, All right. moment. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just such a painful thing to watch some Saturdays, and this team was supposed to compete this year, and it's just your Golden Domers just put an end to our fun. And ever every week since it's just been a battle. Ah, you don't know how I was You're I too was nice hoping, to me, dude. I was hoping fuck you. I was <laughs> hoping that like that like all right, this was gonna be like, all right, go in, close game against Notre Dame, let's beat Utah, and we're gonna be right on our way to a Pac twelve championship. Right now yeah. that's that's not even gonna happen. It's probably gonna be Oregon Washington for the Pac twelve championship. If I had a game to watch, that would be it. At least you guys scored. We score a lot. The Iowa-Minnesota game. Oh, yes. Yeah, there was more punts than points. Bet game. the under. Bet the under. There so was, much so. No, but the under was 30 and a half, which is insane. They ended up scoring 22. There was 25 punts in the game. There was more punts than points. Let's go through the scoring log really quick. Field goal. Field goal. Touchdown. Iowa gets hey. touchdown. Field goal, Whoa. field goal, field goal. 12 to 10, final score. Minnesota beats Iowa. Insane. Moving on to next week on that line, Iowa's playing Northwestern at Wrigley Field. The spread, the point spread this week is 29 and a half, which is historically low. <laughs> dude. I, At I, least I, you yeah. score, dude. At least you score, man. I, I will say this much. I... That game should be fun. You should just go because it's up the street from you. I am you considering well. just walking on over and moseying in or just like going to a couple bars and watching it around the around the madness. Well, there's but. a lot of big 10 bars in and around Wrigleyville. Yep. There's you know? a Nebraska one down the street from mine. There is not a Notre Dame one next to mine, though, which does stink because I would be going there often. Um, 12 to 10. I can't believe this. Insane. 12. It was uh, an amazing game to watch. I was watching like probably like a I probably watched a quarter of it because I was like, well, that's the last game they played because they had a bye week. Yeah, well, and they got Deacon Hill instead of uh, they had the old. Um, oh, what's his name? Deacon was, Hill. Deacon Hill is the quarterback, but they used to have for some reason I got Graham McDowell in my head, but he's a fucking golfer. He plays golf. Graham, Met that Graham Mertz. Did Graham Mertz play there? Or am I thinking of him? Whatever it may be. Graham Lost, Mertz at Florida. 
Oh, he is at Florida. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cade McNamara. Jesus Christ. There we go. Cade McNamara was their starting quarterback this year. He ends up going down. They bring Deacon Hill in, going 10 for 28 with an INT. Alex Calacamanis, not much better on the other side, 10 for 25, His name is Athen. Athen Calacamanis. Oh, I thought it was not Alex. Greek. Athan. Not Greek at all. Athan Kaliakmanis. <laughs> Athan. Like, uh, he yeah. is 100% Greek. Yeah. Like, he, he definitely is Orthodox. Um. So, this week, Iowa fired Brian Ferentz, their offense coordinator. Ooh. Isn't his dad the head coach? His dad, Kirk Ferentz, is the head coach of the team. They fired him effective after they ma- after their bowl game, if they end up making one. Because they are 6-2. I should be the head coach one day. Yeah, exactly. Then, Another righteous jumpstone thing. It's like, Daddy, that should be me. <laughs> and Daddy, like, it should no. be me on that stage. No, you suck, son. I don't blame them because they haven't been able to score their, in years and years and years. Horrible. Correct. And their defense is always pretty decent. And they just knock out tight ends all the time. That's all they do. Um, so, yeah, he got really essentially do. fired by his dad. But they said, we're going to fire you. But just wait it out for a couple more weeks before we do. So that does kind of stink. Yeah, I mean that's that's crazy. Twenty nine and a half, dude. This game you might as well just bet the under. I mean, what do you got? To right, lose? that's what I'm saying. Like what it's historically low, and I have no Northwestern's horrible this year. And like Iowa's kind of just as horrible. They can't score either. So like in my head, I'm like, why wouldn't you bet the under? Even though it's I'm like bad. this, like Minnesota is a better offense than Northwestern is. As fucked up as it is, like it might True. be like six to nine. It might just be all field goals. Like Wrigley oh. Field just taking footballs left and right. Um, last time they played in Wrigley Field, they messed up the hash marks because you know how the Bears used to play there? Yeah, where the, yeah. Many, where many, the, many, used to many play moons there. ago. Yeah, Dick, yeah, that guy used to play Dick there. used to play there. Um, the touchdown goes straight into the brick wall of the Ivy. <laughs> right. So hopefully they adjust it this time because last time they had to play both offenses one way. I think that will ultimately be the case again for the safety of the players because yeah. they don't want guys running into brick walls. Now, back in the forties, fifties, sixties, running oh, right into it, like, it, dude. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> running into the back of the end zone. We don't give a shit. There Crazy. could be a wall there. Have fun. So, back to the Heisman race. Yep. Michael Penix is still in the lead right now. Okay. To be the favorite after his game on Saturday. And I put an early uh, wager in on that seat before the beginning of the season. Smart man. Now, Caleb Williams right now is almost dead fucking last. He's uh, yeah. to give you an idea. Um, Carson Beck has a better huh? opportunity to win the Heisman. Oh, and it's, that's Williams. only because their team is good, not because he's played well, because he's been the most mediocre guy. Correct. Ever. That's all they uh, need. But that's right now. The top three are Michael Penix, Jr., J.J. McCarthy, Jane yep. Daniels. Bo Nix is fourth on that list, oh. which is six to one odds. That kind of surprised may me. not be a terrible wager. I got the wager for Michael Penix in the beginning of the season, early bet, at 16 to one odds. Ooh. Good for you. So I, I also bet Caleb, who had five to one odds early on in that yeah. bet, totally blew up in my yeah. face. Bad beat right there. <laughs> What's you going to do? Beat. I mean, hey, you had to. Yeah. It would have been the only time in history that somebody could have did it twice. But it's happened it, before. 
long time ago, but it's happened before. Oh, wasn't it like Curly Lambo? Or... Yeah, something like that. 2Y Magoo. Yeah. Here comes old Curly. All these Shane Gillis references. That special is amazing. And then Gail Sanders got it in the game. It's just like, oh, boy. Gail Sanders came. He's like, oh, we're talking normal now. It's like, good eyed Curly, gonna give him the spitball. It's like, oh, no. That's really kind of true. I mean, kind of true. It's uh, obviously not Sam Hartman. Obviously, I was that was my like claim of the year. But nobody on that fucking Notre Dame team is even close. Man, I will say this: Williams isn't either, though. Come on, he won a Heisman last year. He's arguably the most athletic quarterback. He's still going to be the number one overall pick in this upcoming year. No, lots of Drake May talk out there, but lost to Virginia. I'm just saying, they Patrick lost. Mahomes, to Patrick Mahomes lost a lot of games in college, and he was still good. So we'll see. Yeah, but the difference is, is that Caleb Williams was in the Pac-12 championship last year. Patrick Mahomes was never, ever in one championship game, let alone a, a bowl game that worth that was worth anything. I mean, you're right, but we'll see. I'm just saying, Vince. We'll just see. saying for the records. Now. I think we've exhausted. Now, let's look at this upcoming week, though. Yeah. I mean, is there a game other than, you know, you're you're under you're you're under. I'm obviously looking forward hit. to that game. Yeah, yeah I'm obviously looking forward Northwestern to that game. Iowa game. Yeah. Uh, and then Clemson, Notre Dame. Is there one game and you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to see that. Um, I think it's going to be funny for all the people that I know that went to Mizzou to have them have to go up against Georgia and then try to act like they're going to win a game. Also, <laughs> last not. year. I know they played them hard. That that was a really close game and Georgia winded up winning at the very, very end. So yeah. pay attention. Just saying. Um, LSU, Alabama, obviously fun. Uh, your guys. It's going to be gonna, a great game. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean. Washington, USC, this is the game. And then the following week, we have Oregon, which I am definitely afraid of. Oh, what a gauntlet, uh, dude. I know we talked about it last week, but dude, and then obviously, they, obviously Bedlam, too. I want to make that clear. Whoever, whoever put this on their calendar was just like, oh, yeah, fuck these guys today. Well, they put too many easy teams at the beginning, like everybody does. And then you, I think they were expecting like a you big. Need some, but seven and two against eight. No, granted, the Washington Huskies did not play the Arizona Sun Devils very well at all. So the Who two teams, played the Pac-12 pretty good this year. Arizona ASU has. could be good in the coming years. Um, I'm not saying to count them out, even though they can't go to a bowl game this year because they're exempt for whatever reason. I yeah. think there was some collusion. <laughs> even though Mizzou is ranked 14th. I mean, fuck, Mizzou's ranked better than USC right now. They've been a pretty decent team this year. All things so considered. squad, maybe. But I don't think they're beating Georgia. <laughs> yeah, Purdue, Michigan. They fired the, the porn star coach with epic name. That's new. Is he fired officially? Oh, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, because more and more of this stuff's coming out. I saw a couple more where it was like pictures of him, and then he has like a weird little blue thing on his sunglasses, and they're like, oh, was he recording something? I mean, he wrote wrote like a 500-pay manifesto. He ran. He wrote. Was he going to shoot up the school? No, it was like a how to make Michigan good manifesto, but like that's just – Kind of fanatic. Like, what the fuck? Do you yeah, know like that that guy too. like purposely went to the Navy because he wanted to be the next head coach at Michigan? Yeah. And then he noticed one thing in common with all great head coaches in college football history yes. is that 
they go to Michigan or that is that they, they're a part of some sort of service. Yeah, it was like some military service or something like that. I mean, this guy plotted out what he wanted to do a long time. That is long planning. Like, hey, but shout out to the discipline. Shout out to them. Not also a little insane. Fucking crazy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make that yeah, clear. It's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, I would say week of Bedlam, this is a great week for college football. You have Arizona State, Utah, which could be a game. You never know. Could be a game. We'll see. But all in all, hey, hey, Vince, you know what? It's your favorite time of the year for you to talk about all things NBA and for yeah. me to be like, that's what's up. So the NBA kicked off, so... Take yeah. it away. The beauty of the NBA is that the season's long, and everybody knows that. And I said it last week, and I was like, it's the best time of year, or it's the worst time of year for NBA writers because the season started, so they can't uh, say anything about people wanting to get traded or anything. But to put it into a little bit of saga, James Harden did get traded from the Philadelphia 76ers to the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, he actually showed up for game one for – like to Philly trying to go on the team plane, and they said, uh-uh, don't let him on. So he actually got kicked off trying to show up for work on the first game, even though he didn't go to training camp. Um, so they made the ch- – which is hilarious because it's like, oh, I deserve to be on here. It's like, motherfucker, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, you dancing. Right, exactly. So he's obviously – we've talked about him in the playoffs. He sucks butts in the playoffs, um, especially when Game sevens come along. Um, we've talked about him being a prima donna. We've talked about him getting all fat and then getting skinny again, and then getting fat again, all this shit. I he, think he was in a fat suit. Nobody loses weight that fast. That's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, what did he do? Just like push really hard out or put on a pass seat, whatever. Um, he got sent to the Clippers for P.J. Tucker. Or the 76er, excuse me, sent P.J. Tucker Harden and Philip Petrusev, who I'm honestly not too familiar with. Clippers end up sending back Marcus Morris, Robert Covington in his advanced age, Nicholas Batum, also a little bit older, KJ Martin, 2028 unprotected first round, two second rounds, and a 2029 pick swap. Um, and the additional first round pick from the Thunder. So it was a big haul. And you also got to think about this too. They got all of that stuff essentially for Ben Simmons. Because that trade yeah. was one for one, essentially, to the Nats for Ben Simmons. Um, I heard this argument made today, which I can agree with entirely. Steve Ballmer isn't going to ever tank. And he owns the Clippers. He's too goddamn rich, and he's too too badly wants to win. They have a new um, arena that they're building right now that the team's going to go into. Come 2028, I don't think that first-round pick's going to be worth much if I'm being entirely honest. Um, But Sixers also waive Danny Green. They're kind of switching their team around a lot deeper. Don't have James Harden anymore. I don't think they're too worried about that because Tyrese Maxey comes in and it's good. But I think it's just good to get the cancer out. Now, on the Clippers side, this puts you in a situation where Harden and Westbrook are back together. I don't think they liked each other. This is their third time trying to play together because they did the Rockets, they did the Oklahoma City Thunder, and now they're doing the Clippers together. Kawhi, Paul George, obviously they all need their rest during the season. None of them can stay healthy. If this team shoots at a perfect, like if they play perfectly to the best of their ability, they could be very good. But this is the Los Angeles Clippers, and these are is these this, guys. And that's just is this like the work. first time that like three former teammates have all been on separate teams together, like almost numerous times now. Are you talking about with with, with PG Harden, and Russ and? 
Harden, KG, and PG, and, yeah, PG, yeah. and yeah, Harden, KG, and and Russell Westbrook. I mean, this is kind of crazy. I don't. Well, Paul I, I think George. Paul the... George never played with Harden. No, Paul George played with with Westbrook. With yeah, yeah, in OKC. Yeah, right. No, all um, about that. And then there's obviously like the Chris Paul connection with them all. And now they're all in the Clippers, whatever. Maybe this team could be good. This team has no depth anymore. And they're all going to need to get their rest all the time. Is Chris Paul on the Clippers again? No, he's on the Warriors right now. How good for him. He'll do great there. Yeah. He'll he'll still take the shit out of that team. Not too bad. Uh, Definitely. Probably. He's been shown to be a little bit on the second. He's on the second on the bench squad right now because Steph Curry is going to be running point for that team. What a Steph. better six! What a better six man than than Kate, than CG. Come and on. you and you don't have to lean on Chris Paul at all, which is good because in the playoffs, no, he can't be leaned on anymore. I mean, he can just facilitate. Now it didn't happen in Phoenix; they were really close. Didn't happen in Houston; really close. It happened didn't in happen L.A. and they were really close. <laughs> a lot of people said he wanted to go play with Kobe. A lot of people say that deal was almost he done. He did. It and was. David Stern put the little Ixnay on it. Bullshit. Because the NBA trip. owned the Hornets at that time, which I learned this not too long ago, and I was like, what? I guess the NBA just owned the team. Yeah, because I don't think anybody bought them. Right. So they owned the Hornets, and then they put – because other than that, it's like a free market. Like, you're allowed to trade with, like, exceptions, obviously. But since they own the team, they're like, we're not going to allow the GM of this team trade Chris Paul to this. So they put the no-no on it because they said a competitive advantage. Isn't that the point of a fucking trade is to get a competitive advantage? Well, so they said, like, if Chris Paul goes to the Lakers, they're too OP. Like, they're going to be too good. That's bullshit. I know. I agree. I think it's garbage. If you're a Um, commissioner of the league, you let that trade happen. Like Kobe CP would have year. probably two or three championships under his belt now, if that's the case. I mean, Kobe um, would have at least won one together. Well, that's what it's kind of like get the monkey off your back type of deal. Like once he gets one, I feel like the floodgates kind of open up. Um, but yeah, I mean, Sixers in a better position now than they were because obviously James Harden wasn't going to play. In the future, they're in a better position. I think that the Clippers are, to your point, Steve Ballmer. He, isn't he the guy? From the windows launches yep. that dances terribly. That's that yeah, guy, right? Yeah, he dances. He sweats yeah. a lot. Yeah, he's so yeah. rich. So he's rich, such a that man. And very rich. Yes, yeah. he is. Um, I would say this. It's going to blow up in their face because it's going to be a lot of guys who don't play a lot of minutes and they're very talented. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, I don't think he's played a full game. It in feels two like years. in two years. Yeah. But again, if everything works perfectly, they are a squad. And everybody's saying that, and everybody falls in the same shit every year. But you're like, remember, they're the Clippers, and they're going to pull Clippers shit. That's kind of where I'm at. They'll get to the playoffs. They'll be a playoff team. We'll see. How far do they get? They'll they'll be in the playoffs. But it's a team made of glass, though. That's my whole thing. And it's like Paul George is pretty decent in the playoffs. Kawhi Leonard's obviously 1-1. But the other two... How do you live in SoCal or just that general area and be unhappy? Like I was in SoCal for a week and I'm like, yeah, fucking leave me here forever. Yeah. I mean, outside of people that like are homeless and stuff like that. Well, yeah, there. no, I don't want to like, be homeless. If you're rich, if you're a rich NBA player, fucking, play like, a game. fucking yeah, I want to live in SoCal. Hell yeah. Chill. Fuck yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Also, it it takes time for people to kind of mend together. Like I know 
Lillard's obviously playing in Milwaukee, and one night they look amazing, and the next night they don't look that good. Well, like, this is going to be a mess trying be, to figure out this. We all know the NBA is after the All-Star break type of year. It's like baseball. Yeah. It, it only all, all the wins mean something. And all the, the wins reason, and losses mean something. But the that reason Broussard said that, the R word, <laughs> the reason Broussard said that is because he's like, what does James Harden think he's going to do, come in there and be the first option? Like, it's a team full of guys that think they're the first option. Like, you got to figure out how this is all going to work together. I would bring in numerous sports psychologists and say, all right, here's how we're going to do this. Yeah. You're all fucking head cases and think you're the shit. Who's willing to take a back seat? Raise your hand. Anybody but Kawhi, because Kawhi's still the best player on that team. Kawhi is 100% still the best player on that team. Kawhi just won his championship and was like, fuck it. I'm going to make my money. I'm going to get an endorsement deal with New Balance, and I am moving to the Bay. He was so, so dope for that, like, those two seasons. When he, like, leaves San Antonio and everybody's like, what the fuck? What does he think he's going to do? He just goes to the Raptors and wins one? Just yeah. completely dethrones DeMar DeRozan as much as I love the man. Like, it's kind of yeah. crazy. I wonder if I could get those high-top those high top New Balances now for, like, less because they were a big deal, and I bet you now they're not. The Kawhi ones? Yeah, those are dope. I don't know if I've ever seen them. Those shoes are dope fits. Pull them up. I'm, I'm a, telling I, you. I'm a New Balance guy. The high top I, ones? Yeah. Okay. I'm pulling them up. Pulling them up. Oh, those are definitely a vibe. Show the followers. Show the team. I'm trying to pull up something cool here. Here we go. Here we go. Is that the right one, dude? Which ones? What color are they? I don't know. One was like black and gold. or All right. White here we black. go. Here we go. This is going to be the first time sharing something. I haven't for done the, the screen share yet, and I hope this works. So if it doesn't work correctly, I'm going to cut around this. Here we go. Oh, cool. Oh, look at us. Um, So this, which ones are they? These ones? Uh, Yeah, those those ones. Those are dope. Those are I handsome. Like those. I like those it. Those are dope. Um, This is good a... audio podcasting, too. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, this There's is these good. Ones. Yeah, those are dope, too. Yeah, those were his I first like ones. Those. I like those. I like the originals. I always thought those were sick. The the colors and the, the off colors aren't. Uh, no, those are the old. I'm yeah. not a big fan of those. I, I like those. the new age ones. Uh, Means I got a pair of those. Anyway, anyway, back to what we were talking about. But there's high top shoot, shoot podcast. And I'm, shoot and I'm glad that screen share worked, guys. I'm happy that you guys can. We're see learning it. as we go with Look this whole other. Go. We are now, Vince, on the flip side of all this. Um, the Bulls are a fucking shit show. Already, it's and what, um, three games in. Yeah, I mean, this is it is what it, I mean. They're not even they're two and two, man. Like they're two and two. This is what they're going to be the rest of the season. They're going to be they're going to be Yeah, two and two. Like, are they a shit show? Not the worst. Are they going to be the best? Also, not true. I don't know. Um, they're two and two right now. After the game one, they have a players only meeting where they're like, get out of here. We're going to talk between players. Maybe that's good, maybe that's bad, but in the first game of the season doing a team-only meeting, a little concerning. Um, so, I mean, I hope for my boys. I'm obviously always hoping. I'm not betting the beer this time. No shot. Look at how beautifully it was just done yesterday. Oh, no, you're not betting the beer this year? No shot. No shot. I'm going to get a sponsor gets you to bet something else. I, I just, know. I mean, the next time we're going to have to bet. I'm going to have to buy you dinner, and you're going to have to do something, like shave your head or some shit like that. Um, but either yeah, way, cool. sports clips, got, call got, me. I got I got hardware now, you know. I, I don't know clips, if I can do me, that. She'd, she'd have to approve that. I feel like the opposite is true. 
If you're still trying to find a lady, then you can't shave your head. She's stuck with you, brother. She's yeah, stuck. you got a point. You got a point. Like, what are you supposed? What's she gonna do? If it was up to me, if it was up to me, I'd shave my fucking head right now. Maybe Boom. we got a bet in it. Too you know, much, much. My pain. love life is a bit fickle. Yours is set in stone now, but so maybe that's something that we hey, can talk about later. Sometimes you gotta be a little fickle. And uh, you want to who's good? The Denver Nuggets. So shout out to Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets are really good. Friend of the podcast might be going to a game tonight in Minneapolis because he's working in Minneapolis. What do you think awesome. of that? Now, one one person I would like to say is an absolute dog. Um, well, first of all, um, Luka Doncic is just yeah. fucking freakish. So we Luka, watched that game after we recorded last week. Yeah, it was, and uh, the Mavericks are 3-0 and right now, and yes. they play the Bulls tonight, so they're probably going to be 4-0. That's all due to Kyrie, bud. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Luca hit a step back game ender. The Dirty. game we watched last week against Dirty. the San Antonio Spurs late night game. It was fucking awesome. I think Luca has kind of found his stride as his preseason preparation because years in the past, he would come back looking like shit. Like he was fat. You could tell that end of games he was spent. Yeah. Um, and now he definitely looks to be in far better shape to start this season. Looks like he got on quite a regimen because he would go back to like, he would go back to Serbia and just like fuck off him and Jokic. They're both like, Hey, we're going to come and play basketball when we're there. And then we're going to go home and do whatever the fuck we want for a couple months, which I kind of like, I guess Jokic owns like his own like racehorse. He's an equestrian. Yes. That man is an equestrian. He is a horse. That poor horse. He's got to have some big. Yeah, dude. He's got to get some workhorses, some stallions for that, for that fucking body, dude. What is he like? 310, 320. Yeah, another person who jumped off the page that game and against the Spurs is Victor Webignan. It was Slenderman. like welcome, welcome to the NBA, Victor Webignan. Did you see I his mean, Halloween costume? Was he the Slenderman? Yeah, genius. That's so awesome. Perfect. He's the perfect for that. Um, yeah, there was there was a lot of talk, and it's happening a lot right now. And we watched it happen. He's not the number one option on the Spurs right now, which is good. Like they shouldn't be forcing him He's into the role. That's what I'm saying. So a lot of people are like, Wembenyana isn't taking the whole world by storm. It's like, yeah, Greg Popovich is going to make him the third option, and that's what his usage rate is at right now. He's big in clutch time. Well, yeah, when the game's close at the end, like they're like, go for it. Expend how much you need to. They're putting it in a situation right now where it's like, you don't need to run everything perfectly all the time. You do what you do well. Get better at the things you need to get better at. And then when push comes to shove, you can take over the game. And he did. I mean, a couple step back jumpers for a man that's fucking seven six, like or seven four, however tall he is. Insane. And then he He's a freak athlete. Beautiful passing. Solid around the rim. Like he can just reach up and dunk. It's fucking so cool. He's yeah, he's a monster. I'm excited to see how he keeps going, but I think this is probably the right trajectory for him as he's going right now. Like Yao Ming with a step back jumper and who can also shoot threes. It's kind of stupid. Hopefully he can avoid all the health issues of one Yao Ming that. Yeah, that he when you're that big, it's difficult to live long. I will say that much. He's going to need to pull Giannis and build a couple. Dude, if that guy got on like one cycle of steroids in an offseason, it would be disgusting. I mean, if we're being honest, he's probably going to. Because that's yeah. what happens with all these guys. Like, there's a. It's clear that like LeBron's taking shit. Like, all these things are true. He's probably on something. It. Yeah. It's just how you hide it. You know, you you need something to gain a competitive advantage, especially right. LeBron after 20 years. And he's looking good just, still. Diet. 
Oh, LeBron's they've lost like every game, hasn't they? haven't they? They haven't been horrible. I mean, they it's the Lakers. They're They'll show up by the time that it by the time halfway comes through. It's they're two over. and he's they're just, also two and two, Mike. For what it's worth, he's just waiting for Bronny Junior. to get to the league. He'll play his one year. He'll get drafted in the mid to first round, and there you have it. I still to this day don't feel like we talk about how the Lakers' name makes no fucking sense enough. It's what do you so mean? So dumb. They started in Minneapolis. They're the Lakers because of the land of 10,000 lakes. How many lakes are there in California? None. Or There's no. some. Tahoe There's a couple and I shit. Can't name them. Yeah, like, like Tahoe. Tahoe. But like every state has a couple. It's like change. You, they should have changed their name. Now everybody's like, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm like, you don't even have fucking lakes. You're in Los Angeles. Like, what are we doing right now? Well, they move there, you know, and then the Timberwolves. I know, but change your name when you move there, whatever, 1960, whatever you move there. I don't know. What are they going to be? The L.A. homeless? Anything. I mean, the Bulls are, there's not a lot of Bulls in Chicago, but at least it's a mascot. Like, Lakers are people of the lake. Well, blame Dr. Bus. God you know what I'm damn, saying, Dr. Bus. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. Name Dr. Bus. You know he urged his daughter to pose in Playboy. Fun fact. Genie. Genie. Mm-hmm. Still kind of a babe. 70s Bush. Still would. Um, that's NBA, Mike. But we have a lot more pressing playoff stuff going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. The World Series is in full effect right now. I'm uh, a little worried about the snakes in the desert right now. Not a big snake guy overall, but the baseball team I'm supporting. Yes. I was looking at trying to get tickets last minute last night. They were in the 200, still a little steep to go watch a team that, you know, you don't really have much effort in. But at the end of the day, I do believe that this series is uh, taking a turn for the worst after last evening because the Rangers were leading like 10-1 until the eighth inning. So as a disclaimer, it is the top of the first right now. And what's the score? It is 0-0. It just started. But depending on how this game goes, you might be listening to this with a World Series champion, or you might be listening to this with a 3-2 matchup. So whatever we say here, grain of salt. I want to make that clear. If they win it and everybody's going apeshit crazy, and we're like, I don't know, the Diamondbacks can still come back, understand that is the top of the first inning right now. (laughs) Yes, and we will know far more tomorrow when this episode drops, but definitely something to pay attention to. Yeah, I mean, the Rangers story is cool. They've never won a World Series in the history of their franchise. They started in the 60s. It's a cool story. Yeah. Diamondbacks have been around for 25 years. Who? The Rangers never won one. No, the Rangers have no not won shit. a World Series. It's like the Rangers Rays. I know the. I think the well, Pirates. Well, no, it was, are the, in. it was like the Guardians are the longest drought. Oh, because the Rangers were the Senators. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. So since 1972, since they changed their name and moved, they haven't won one. Here, here we go. Here we go. Per the Wikipedia's. Oh, the longest right. draught was the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox, fun mm-hmm. fact, which Those was 1909 gone. to 2015 and then thank 1918 to 2004. Yep. Uh, thank God that we did it first for the record to Facts. all you Cub fans out we there. Won, we won Ooh. after they did and won before they did, so way less drought. Yeah. So all in all, yeah, this is, to me, a very interesting game 
six, no, this game five. Yeah. Because the Rangers, the last two games have really come out strong. Um, Corey Seager might be the best shortstop in all baseball He's right a monster. now. I mean, him and Marcus Simeon up the middle right now are pretty impressive to watch defensively. That's why you spend and money, man. They spent a lot of money. And then I get like really big Joe Creedy vibes from this Josh Young Josh or Jung guy. Young, Jung, oh my yeah. God. Dude, he plays defense so well at the hot corner. It's impressive. And he may not be the greatest hitter in the world, but that kid has a glove. It's not, yeah, it's not always necessary. I mean, and also you're. You're on a team where you have Semyon and you have Seager and you have freaking what's his name in right field, Adelise Garcia. Like you have all those guys on the team. I'm Although trying... Adelise Garcia is not going to play the rest yeah, of the series. I know he's out today. We got Travis Janikowski playing in right. But that is being his dad said, the kicker? is his dad what? the kicker? No. <laughs> Come on. I wish he was. Um, no, but Adelise Garcia already had a walk off home run in game one. So if we're being honest, he probably will still win. VP if that's all things said and done. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you got Evaldi on the mound tonight. I think that's kind of the exact guy you want right now. I was I mean, just about to say you couldn't want a better guy on the mound. You don't want Scherzer up there, given how Scherzer plays. Like, Evaldi's a, is nails in the playoffs. So, I mean, I'm going to assume that they might win this one here. But, I again, I don't want to make a call because we're already going to be wrong or right regardless once this comes out. So. Well, Zach Gallen either pitches his face off and yeah. he's amazing or he gets hit really hard. He's better. He's more good than he is bad for sure. But against a couple of these teams in the playoffs specifically, he's been like super like high or low, depending on where you're going with it. Um I think he's going to understand the concept of like, hey, this is it. Like, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it now. Um, and again, the Diamondbacks are good, and you have to think that they're going to fight back and win this one, especially at home. But Eovaldi, this Rangers team just feels good. But we can't say Team of Destiny because we were goddamn wrong about the Phillies. So I'm done. Yeah, we were, I'm done doing well, Team of Destiny. You were wrong about the Phillies. I'm saying don't count out the Diamondbacks. A lot of yeah. people have counted out this team. And granted, you know, a lot of people thought it was over when they played the Rangers or yeah. not the Rangers, but the Phillies. Or the Phillies, yeah. So, I mean, they're not out. I mean, it's never over till the fat lady sings. I will say this. I think the D-backs are one outfielder away from being truly right there. Because Guriel I mean, is they not. literally are. Oh, Guriel was a fucking monster the last two series. At the plate defensively, he's dog shit. Yeah, it's horrible. But you're not paying so, him to play D. I know you're not paying him, but imagine, just imagine the young kid out there. I'm just saying, just imagine the offspring of Andrew Jones. Yeah. Andrew Jones. There we go. Yeah. I'm just that, saying. I mean, that's going to be amazing when that happens. Uh, it'll be interesting when, to see. I mean, they're obviously not out of it. It's not over yet. I don't know if he's going to get called up next year or the year after, but it's not over yet anyway. There's more to be done here, but the Rangers putting an onslaught on offense yesterday. <laughs> Diamondbacks coming back and scoring seven by the end of the game. Diamondbacks scoring nine in game two. Like it's, We've had a two-run game. A we've had a walk-off, and we've had two blowouts. So we can't have anything tonight. Um, and I just, I don't know. It's a fun World Series, and it's not getting a lot of credit that it's due because it is Diamondbacks, Rangers. It's not like fucking Yankees, Dodgers, or whatever. Um, but I like seeing teams like this, and these teams are fun. And uh, I don't know. I'm kind of rooting for the Rangers a little bit. I'm sorry, dude. 
it's difficult for me to root for the Rangers since I live here now. That's what I'm you saying. You know, I want to see the hometown team, you know, pull off a comeback, go seven. They got to win out. So for them, this has got to be, you know, it's all or nothing. It's now or never. Right. Leave with me tonight. This is a must-win game. There's no doubt yes, about it. Yes, it is. <laughs> what are your keys to this game, Vince, if you had to give keys to the game? Keys to this game is finding a way to slow down the offense because the Rangers hit a lot of home runs. So. Yeah, Pitching around the around the corners of the zone, trying not to leave any balls in the middle of the plate is going to probably be the advantage that they need here. Um, and then yeah. also just driving in runners on base because they had a lot of stranded guys last game too. So the Diamondbacks scored a lot at the end of the game. Try to score a little in the beginning of the game and get that momentum on your side. To your point, consistent offense is definitely something that needs to be seen throughout the course of this game. And not only that, how Zach Gallen goes this game is he the zach allen that was the potential cy young leader in the first half of the season or is he the zach allen second half of the season that gets hit really fucking hard also another key to the game how do both bullpens perform in later innings depending on the score yeah so of course that might seem a little broad but at the end of the day it definitely boils down to pitching especially in the playoffs so pitching, as it usually pitching, does pitching, as it usually geez, does Yes. So I will say that. Now, if these guys are to pitch and pitch correctly, they should be hydrated. If they're going to hydrate themselves, why not do it with our good friends at Liquid IV? This portion of today's show is brought to you by Liquid IV. That's right. The hydration brand we've all come to know and love is with ya boys. It's festival, outdoor party, and adventure season, and proper hydration is essential. You don't want to miss out on the summertime activities while they're still here. Liquid IV will help you hydrate and stay in the game. I've been using Liquid IV for a few years, and I found a ton of uses for it. Uh, going to sleep after a day-long soiree. This is the product that helps me rehydrate and recover. I brought them with me on hikes, long bike rides, vacations, and maybe most importantly, bachelor party weekends. The beauty of it all is that Liquid IV comes in a small, convenient package that you just add to a bottle of water and drink away. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the Taxi Squad podcast code. T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, no spaces, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using the promo code Taxi Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. The NFL! I don't know if you can get copyrighted if you sound like absolute horse shit, but that's what we're expecting right there. Hey, that's our goal every week is to just murder these intro songs with da-da-da's. NFL Week 8 in the books. We have... That's some action. We That's have some, some action. action in a couple different places. Mike, trade deadline has come. Yeah. Trade deadline has gone. Uh, this is, gone. it was a bit of an, usually the trade deadline for the NFL isn't insane. You get a lot in the MLB. <laughs> you get a lot in the NBA. This one was middle ground. The Bears were active again. Um, Bears. And a lot of people moved around. So we have a list of what's going on right now. I think we start with our boy Montez Sweat. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. You want to kick okay. it off? Um, I'm not positive. I think it was fucking stupid. 
you you just let history repeat itself once again. I don't understand the thought process of the management of this fucking franchise. You suck. You you're should two say and how five. you really feel. <laughs> you're two and five or two and six. Not good is what they are. Not good. You're not good. Uh, your best win of the season against is a shitty Raider team. Your quarterback's basically done. You're probably not going to re-sign him to his uh, fifth-year option because he has been horrific and you haven't invested the correct things around him for him to be remotely good. I mean, they brought Claypool in. But, yeah. So last year, you, you traded for fucking Chase Claypool, and he turned out great, which was the 33rd pick. Turned out to be the 33rd pick. Yep. In the NFL draft. Who ended up being Joey Porter Jr. Jr., who's turning out to be electric. And his passer rating against him right now is 9.4. Dude, it is so bad. Okay, so you did it once, and now you let lightning strike twice in the same fucking place, and you go sign a 28-year-old defensive end. Granted, who's good? He's not amazing. He's not a fucking world beater. You give up a second round. Uh, he very good. Okay, fine. You give up another second round draft pick for a guy who's going to have to be re-signed at the end of this season and has given you no guarantee that he wants to re-sign. He's actually come out and said that he wants to become a free agent. Yeah. So you gave up a second round fucking draft pick for a rental when you're not even competing and he's going to walk at the end of this season and you're going to have Ugats to show for it. I have zero understanding of what this fucking team is thinking about right now. I have zero understanding of what the management is trying to do. Eberflus is good as fucking gone. If he isn't, it's ah. Uh, did you see the report today? What's that? Ryan Poole says Eberflus is the coach of this team. I have 100% faith in everything that Eberflus does. Oh. Which you have to say. I will say that. But I know he has to say that, but come the fuck on. If I'm Kevin Warren right now, I am just blowing it up. I'm yeah. firing everybody. I'm um, literally firing everyone as we speak. How you doing? Keep, keep it moving. moving. Hit the restart button. I don't have the exact same reaction as you do. Uh, Monto Sweat has not missed this snap in his entire career. I know Good there's a him. lot. There's a lot of conversations about. San Francisco got Chase Young for less. Montez Sweat is a better player on aggregate in the NFL. Um, what you think when these things happen, when trades like this happen, that you know you need to extend the guy, you assume that the team has had a conversation with the agent before the trade goes through. I was reading stuff today in The Athletic that said otherwise, that there was no conversation about that happening which does concern me. If there is a conversation about, hey, like Montez Sweat's going to sign with the Bears long-term after this, then I think it's a great move because I don't think you're getting Montez Sweat in the second round regardless of where your position is on the draft. If they don't end up re-signing him, this might be the worst move of all time. So They're not going to end up re-signing him. We'll Why see. the fuck would he want to stay here, dude? We Why will the fuck see. would he want to stay here? Maybe he sees a future. Maybe he wants to be a monster of the midway. There's other things besides just like, Hey, this team's a garbage fire sometimes. He probably sees a lot sometimes, of good talent on the team, too. Well, I know. Sometimes. I know. This team's a garbage fire sometimes. But the defense is usually pretty good. Not Ixnay this year, obviously, but it could be coming back around at some point. If you sign a deal, the deal that he's going to sign, this isn't going to be a one-year, two-year deal. This is going to be four or five years. We're looking into the future considerably, if, knowing that they're going to have good draft capital. 
the only way I would have made this deal for this player would have been on the contingency that you walk through these doors and you're signing a long-term deal with us. That's exactly what I'm saying, which still could be true, but I'm reading the contrary. Right. So that's what? not great, hey, but I NFL do player, like him as a the, team. Why the fuck do I want to play for the Chicago Bears at this stage of the game if I'm a top-flight defensive end in the league? I want to go play for a team that's competing. I don't want yeah. to play in the cold. I want to go play in a dome. I know, but it's cool to be a bear sometimes, Mike. That's all we can kind of rest our hat on. Yeah. You want to go play for this fucking... F- oh, my God. <laughs> He's horrible. He's horrible. He has to bring Eberflus, in... not sweat, just for, pe- for people know. No, not, not Eberflus. He has to bring in defensive assistants outside of the organization or defensive specialists to help him coach defense, yeah. which is supposedly his claim to fucking fame. Right. I don't I digress. Do I digress. I don't get the trade. I think it's a waste of fucking time. I think it's a waste of money. And I think the Bears are right back to NFL purgatory where we have been the past fucking decade. Yep. Here we go again. Uh I can I see your side, and I'm hoping that that's not the case. But knowing the Bears. Why don't you go try is. and get fucking Kyler Murray? <sighs> I don't even know if I want him. He's a Depends on when double XP weekend is, if he's going to show up and play or not. So I'm going to avoid that at all times possible. Why don't, why don't you just totally get rid of anybody who's worth the shit? Trade Jalen Johnson for draft picks. Well, he's gone. Trade, trade Justin Fields to the Atlanta Falcons for a fucking draft pick. Trade DJ Moore at this stage of the game. Just fucking break it down to the seams. Yep. Fuck it. We've never trade done Darnell it before. Lulee. Trade Colt Komet. Trade everybody. And then just suck and get one two pick. Go Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr. Let's restart on a good note. They might then have that anyway. That. They might have They're that not... anyway. Okay, what the fuck are they gonna do with it? If I'm you don't saying like... I'd rather have players on our team if we're gonna get those two guys and have no one. I'm with you. This is gonna be an off this is an off season. You don't even have a defense like... right now other than Tremaine Edmonds. Right. TJ Edwards has been an over over. Jaquan Brisker, if he can stay healthy, is good. Brisker's great. I think, you know, the young kid out of Washington, I forget his name, the kid who always dresses up like Spider-Man. I like what, him. What, uh, cornerback? Yeah. Tyreek Stevenson? No, he's good. He's, he's also going to be a good player. Yeah. There are some picks here that you could build around. That are Kyler still Gordon. Kyler Gordon. Yeah. I like Kyler Gordon. I like Stevenson. I like Brisker. Get rid of Eddie Jackson. Keep yeah. Tremaine Edmonds in the you middle. You do need to trade Eddie Jackson ASAP. But, what I don't understand is why aren't you investing in the internal core of the defensive line if you're running a 4-3 defense? It makes zero fucking sense to me uh, that you want those ends, though. I mean, you should be investing in details, but and those, that's a premier for, position. That's a premier position. Yeah, you know what another fucking premier position is? A glass eater in the fucking middle, like Jalen Carter. Could have had him. That you Darnell Wright's to- look good. Yeah, he's good. He's not Jalen Carter good. Yeah, I know. It, but Jalen Carter, I don't know if he comes to the Bears and plays the same way because of this dysfunction. So, okay, and then you got half of that defense, which is a fucking Madden cheat code, by the way. Yeah. It's stifling. Yeah. And speaking of that, Kevin Byard, 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 never knew how to say his name. He ends up yeah. going to Philly. The rich get richer. Um, yep. Free safety, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, quite a pickup for them. Chase Young goes to San Francisco. Which for a third. Okay. How does Chase Young? He's worse. How? 
He hasn't played as well. He has one goddamn move. He hasn't been good since the beginning. He's essentially been a bust since he got drafted. Still has a lot of talent. Still a young guy. But I'd have Montez Sweat every single day that ends in Y before Chase Young, for sure, which is why the value is there. And wow. also, Chase Young misses games. And Montez Sweat doesn't miss games. Fair. I'm not sure they're pick a guy that's on the field, but I, I just think a second-round draft pick was way too much. It is a lot. A uh, couple other people that moves, Josh Dobbs to Minnesota to play for Kirk Cousins. If I'm Minnesota, why aren't you trying to take a shot at Kyler at that point? Jameis! I mean, Go get Jameis, dude! Stop it with Jameis. Jameis, the window's closed. Go. I would rather have Jameis Winston than Josh Dobbs. Uh, you could have picked up Josh Dobbs on free agency the last three years, honestly. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how that ends up working out. But, like, I don't know if this is the guy that you want to go get. I'm surprised they didn't try to go and say, hey, Detroit, can we get Teddy Bridgewater back and try to run him back a little bit? Can we talk about the legend of Josh Dobbs' career? Yeah. And, like, how many teams he's been on? Pittsburgh, I know that. Okay. So he's been on Pittsburgh. And Cleveland. Right. Right. Drafted in 2018. To the Steelers, right? Then goes to the Browns, gets released by the Browns, goes back to the Steelers, then back up for the Titans. Who played last year? Arizona. He played last year for the Titans. Right. Then goes to the Titans after he gets dropped by the Browns, goes back to the Steelers. So Steelers twice. So you'd kind of jump around the Northeast a little bit. Then you go to Tennessee. Then you go to Arizona. Now you're back in the fucking Midwest. I, yeah. Like this guy has been all over the map. Five Could teams, five years. <laughs> I would keep my place in Arizona and just go rent an apartment in Minneapolis at this stage of the game. And I just live here full time. Yeah. I mean, they didn't pay a lot for him, but it is a funny little move. And I think they're just really, really buying in on this first couple good starts. But he hasn't been that great the last couple weeks anyway. Um, I don't understand why you don't go look at a Carson Wentz ugh. who, you know, played at North Dakota State. Stinks. That Stinks. would be. What? Because he had one bad season? No, oh, he's had every season has been bad besides his rookie year. At least he's athletic enough to move outside the pocket. Sort of. Did you watch him in Washington last year? The Bears ate his yeah. lunch. And yeah, they were that's bad. True. <laughs> he's yeah. Carson Wentz. I, I don't want that at all because he's also his, complains a lot too. So I'm like, oh, his fall, to, his fall to grace was quick. Mm -hmm. It was like real like, wow, this guy's the best thing ever. And then he saw, I think he's a guy with immense talent and he just, he literally doesn't have that dog in him. We say everybody's a dog. He's yeah. not a dog. He's got none in him. Uh, yeah. Miko Harmon goes back to KC and immediately scores. <laughs> Rich get richer. Yeah. Rich get richer, dude. He's Miko yeah. Harmon's not good on the Jets. Miko Harmon's real good on the Kansas City Chiefs because they have Patrick Mahomes in that offense. Well, Patrick Mahomes played like dog shit last week, and we'll get yeah, that. we'll get to that. Um, yeah, obviously Claypool to Miami. We've talked about that ad nauseum. Um, besides that, I'd say everything's right about normal with the rest of these. Donovan guys. Peoples Jones to Detroit. That's kind of a vertical he, move. Leonard Williams to Seattle. That's a that's a move. For him, at least. Yeah. To play, Leonard Williams is a dog. USC legend. And now he can go play on a really good defense in the middle there that has gr a great secondary. And if he can do his job in the middle there, he'll they'll be even better than what they are now. He's a big boy. Um, I think it'll go well. The Seattle, I 
wrote it in here already. I need to stop betting against them. Decent team. Um, he might be able to get in the playoffs this year. So you gotta, you gotta root for the guy. Yeah. I think that, you know, they might catch a wild card spot in the NFC West, but who knows? I mean, at this stage, of they the game, might win the division. They're winning it they right now. Win, I think, they might, <laughs> yeah, they might win the division. And I mean, with DK coming back, you never know. Yep. Um, that's the trade deadline. Anything else you want to talk about about that? Or should we get into skip or rip? I'm ready to skip it or in fact, rip it. Rock on, kid. Give people an idea. I'm making my comeback, people. Ten and six. It's not a comeback. It's a wash. Well, last week I got you. And then I picked up one. I was down four games, so now I'm still down three games. Okay. So don't call it a comeback quite yet. We won't because it's a tie. It's a tie week. I'm one week away, people. (laughs) I'm one week away. All right, bro. Whatever you need to sleep at night, dude. Whatever you need to sleep at night. Ready? Okay. We're going to start it off here with Bucks at Bills Thursday night football matchup. Skip or rip? Um... I can skip it. I kind of want to, too. It is what it is. Bills beat the Bucks. They should have done that. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. First game on Sunday. Jets at Giants. Skip or rip? rip. I think we got to rip this one. What? Wow. Horseshit. Was it Minnesota-Iowa all over again? Kind of. I uh, mean, wow. Terod Taylor goes out of the game. You're like, oh, man, who are they going to bring like in? Seven people injured in the first half of this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tommy DeVito comes in. He doesn't look like he knows how to throw a football. I know a lot of this. I saw him come in. I'm like, what you thought? He's playing for the Sandwich on the fucking sideline. He's like, oh, I got to go in the game. I play for the New York Giants. <laughs> like, fuck off. He's the, type he, of, he's the type of guy that walks into the Italian deli and says, give me the prosciutto. And, yeah. and he spells it pro dash shoot. Yep. And his uncle is fucking. His his uncle's that guy's nephew's friend, like that kind of shit. Uh, he goes in there two yeah, for yeah. seven minus one yard because he doesn't seem like he knows how to throw a football. This is that constant conversation of what the fuck, dude? If you're a quarterback in the NFL, how do you look so unsure about everything? Even if you're the third string, you at least played football in your life. Like, where did he go to college? Like, where the fuck did this guy come from? I have no idea. I know Let's what look I'm at saying. his name is Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. I done, dude. You Tommy good? DeVito. Man, he's pretty Man, handsome hey. guy. He goes to what college? I don't fucking know. Is he related to Danny DeVito? No. He played well, Tommy football. DeVito. Oh, he played football in Illinois. Look at us. Yeah. Syracuse and Illinois. He was yeah, he was on Illinois when they were all right too. I actually remember him a little bit, but he sucked at Illinois. Why is he playing in the NFL? No, nobody pays attention to come on, let's face yeah. it. Nobody yeah. pays attention to that. Now Tommy DeVito should also be known that Tommy DeVito was also a character in the great film Goodfellas. Yeah. Martin Scorsese film. Um so there you go. He's got a great name. Tommy DeVito made more impact in a Martin Scorsese film than he, he also got whacked. In your he got whacked. They fucking he whacked should've. him. They fucking whacked him. The Jets might as well have fucking whacked was, him this game. That was, for um, the, that was for the number he did on Jimmy Bats. Saquon Barkley, 128 yards, 38 rushes. A lot of workload for him this week. And Zach yeah. Wilson did just enough to let them win. That's kind of the That's tale of That's all Wilson needs to do right now and this hope that Aaron Rodgers can come back at week 14. They might accidentally stumble into a little playoff spot, and they actually might be really good with Aaron Rodgers. Listen, if so, Aaron Rodgers comes back for the playoffs, he was he was playing he was throwing around in sweatpants. He got surgery like fucking what? 3 4 good weeks in those ago. Gray sweats. 
Yeah, he's just hanging dong, throwing long balls. I'm like, oh boy, it's. I'm glad I can be a Aaron Rodgers fan these days. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's it was the worst offensive showing I've ever seen. It was they a go, horrible game. Two touchdowns, two field goals, and then one field goal for the Jets in overtime to win the game. Just absolutely atrocious. Looked like a Bears game. That's yeah. that. Looks like a pair of shitty teams. Yeah, just ass. Um, okay, moving on. Jaguars, Steelers, skip it or rip it? Uh, I think we got we to gotta rip this one because Money okay. Mitch got in the game. Money Mitch did get in the game. Shout out to Mitch. Money Trubisky. Mitch. Money uh, Mitch. Jaguars are good. Jaguars yeah, are a good team. They are good. They've Jax, won, dude, what, five Jax. in a row now? They won one and two to start I, the season. They won five in a row now. Yeah. I mean, the Jags are a legitimate team right now and could very well take that division. Hey, best thing, uh, what's his name, Urban Meyer ever did was draft Etienne. Probably. I think he knew that he needed to pair up Trevor Lawrence with his guy, and yeah. they, they've 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 grown well together. I mean, now let's face it. The AFC South is a shit division. There is not one quarterback in that division that's worth a a red cent, maybe next to C.J. Stroud. And that's still a very young team. I mean, let's face it. The Jaguars got the division on lock and they will return to the playoffs this season and most likely win their division minus a giant catastrophe. Agreed. And uh, Mitch Trubisky is worse than Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Somehow he is. Thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. Okay, yeah. let's keep it moving. All right, moving on. We got Eagles at Commanders. I'm going to say rip. Just All right, because I said it last week, the Commanders played the Eagles hard. And God damn it if they didn't. One score well, game. The Commanders are a lot worse than the Eagles are. Sam Hartman might be okay at quarterback. Sam Hartman is Good at quarterback, better yeah. than Mitch, uh, also a UNC product. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this much. I think that the commanders on defense uh, definitely show up to the call. Riverboat Ron. Maybe not how to anymore. Zach Del Rio's just got to be sitting there like that meme from uh, I think you should leave. Like, what the fuck? Well, dude, their defense has been pretty horseshit the last couple of weeks, and they still gave up 38 to the like. They should be a better defense given the guys that they have in their coaching staff. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Um, I'm just stating the kind of obvious that, you know, personally, yeah, they play the Eagles really hard. And there's always that one team that gives you a, a, a smidge of a challenge in your no division. No matter what, right. They play you hard. But it doesn't matter what the throw the records out kind of game. The commanders just basically threw their bid in to tank the rest of the season. I'm surprised they didn't move Terry McLaurin. I'm surprised they didn't move more people. But that defense now is just basically down to the bricks. And then I, I'm surprised the Bears didn't try and go for like um, Jonathan Allen on that defense. I, I think that would have made more sense than Montez Sweat, in my opinion, because here's a guy came out and basically said, I'm disgruntled. I don't want to fucking be here. I'm sick of losing. So go to another franchise that loses more. That's what um, I was going to say. It's like he that came out and everybody's like, oh, that sounds like a guy that plays for the Bears. So he wouldn't have wanted to come to the fucking well, the Bears. Bears tried to sign De'Aaron De- De- Payne uh-huh. in the offseason. That didn't work. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I personally believe that Jonathan Allen's a dog, but not yeah, playing he on a, that he wants to be on. So he's on the commander. So that's what it but is. AJ Brown is officially back in dear Lord. That he's so good. Psychotically good. He's so good. If only he had Will Levis when he was in Tennessee, <laughs> which we'll get to. Maybe you never know. Uh, Rams at Cowboys. 
we could skip it. I'll just say, whoa, wasn't expecting that. I think the Cowboys are a little better than we've been saying. I think the Rams are a decent amount worse than what we were saying. That's about all I want well, to say I about Well, I think that. after after Stafford fucked his thumb up, I, yeah. I have no idea what he was doing in that game still. It, it didn't make a lot of sense. He likes to play through injury, and the older you get, the harder it gets to do that. 100%. Um, okay, Vikings at Packers. Gotta rip say, it. I'm going to say rip. Uh, Kirk Cousins, god damn it. Poor guy. I. It's weird that we're rooting for him. him. I'm not gonna lie. We. I love him. I love him nice, too. He's such a nice he's dude. Such a nice guy. And they were starting to turn it around, and now he's out for the foreseeable future. Was it Achilles? He's out until yeah. He's out yeah. until early second half of next season. I'd be surprised if they don't draft a quarterback this year. Yeah, I don't think he had a choice. he's on a contract year two, so he might be moving teams. And they're planning on starting Josh Dobbs. Okay. Um, Serviceable. Jordan Love sucks. <laughs> it is awesome. Jordan dude. Love is exposed and it's great. And we're <laughs> all like, so ha bad. And I'm it. so jacked. And I know we yep. suck too. So any Packers fans that are around we're here, like, hey, the yeah, we're horrible. We get that. We're but horrible. You haven't we dealt with this. You haven't seen what this is. Welcome to the team. Like, you know, here's a shoulder to cry on. Here's a blankie. Like, this is what it feels like to do this shit. It Welcome sucks. to the show, people. Right. Welcome to what it's like to root for a god-awful fucking franchise. Not saying that your franchise is that awful, but for awful It is right now. That's what we've been dealing with for a long time. So you hold on to him, and you think he's the guy for a really long time like we do, and then hopefully that never comes to pass, and you just waste three years. That's my plan. Yep. I hope they waste more than three years. I hope it's a decade of just shit quarterbacks in Green Bay. Agreed. But big ups to Captain Kirk. Sucks that. Big that ups to Captain Kirk. Get well soon, cuz. Uh, all right. Falcons at Titans immediately ripping this. Oh, Will Levis, man. Whoa. Ooh. DeAndre Broke likes him. That. Yeah. Well, how can he? He got three touchdowns yeah. on three catches. I mean, that's sick. He's looking for his guys. Heineke ended up coming in, which we were talking about last week. About Inevitable. fucking time, Arthur Smith. Um, I think, yeah, and also it was a Ritter injury, so that's the only reason why he came in. He said they're still starting Ritter, but I wouldn't, just given why? that why? he played better. I know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Will Levis was just a man fucking amongst boys in that game. 19 for 29, 238, and four TDs. Come on now. He looked really good. I think that girl breaking up with him for Morgan Wallen is the greatest thing that ever happened. Yeah, I mean, shit. Like, I think it's awesome. It's working out. What was her out. name? Gia, Gia something? I, uh, I want to say like Dud or Dudley or Dude or something like that. Yeah. Gia I don't know. Dud. I don't know. She was, on, she was all over Instagram for a minute, and then she vanished like most. I mean, don't get me wrong. Happened. She's a swell-looking gal, but Will Levis. Swell-looking gal, you see. <laughs> um, swell-looking yeah. gal, you see, but Will Levis out there with biceps. <laughs> Size of a fucking Adonis throwing dimes. Yeah, he was a god. Yeah. He played really well. Everybody kind of got in on this offense. He was spreading the ball out really well, and he got the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. And when you do that, usually good things happen. And Atlanta, for the record, is not a terrible defense. They're actually a That's fairly good That's their bread and butter. Right. That's why they Don't are where jealous. they are. Right. Don't be I mean, four touchdowns, no interceptions, three touchdowns for DeAndre, Four receptions. That's all he needed. Yep. I mean, he was spreading the ball around all over the place. I think they look good. I think this is definitely something moving forward that Will Levis might be better than we thought he was. 
Yep, but, and maybe he should have dropped in the draft, but who knows? Because this is only one game, and we're not going to overreact. Got a quick turnaround. We'll find out tomorrow, or we'll find out this evening if the hype is real. We shall see. We shall see, people. Patriots at Dolphins. I kind of want to skip it. I just the yeah, Patriots I, suck. I'm okay. Yeah, the and Patriots cool. aren't good. They gave you they they do this every year. They do this every single year. The Patriots will show up and just be like, "Oh yeah, see, we're not that bad," and then they're that bad. Dolphins yeah. are warming up for Germany. That's all that was. Uh, Saints at Colts. Kind of want to rip it. All right, rip it. Are the Saints good? Kinda. Kind of right. Like, are they gonna win that division? Rashid Shahid, man, where the fuck did Boss. that guy come from? Mouse. Yeah, but you, how many people probably left him on their fantasy bench for somebody else, and he blows up, and you're like, yep. wait, what the Because he was good week one and kind of two, and then fell off a little bit, and now he's three receptions, 153 like and a he's TD. he's kind of just a must start for Boomer Bust. Well, if Derek Carr is, Carr is playing well, then yes. Uh, I think the X factor for the Saints is Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill yeah, got in the game a lot when he's – when he's kind of like that little weapon X type deal, they generally are able to spread their offense around a little bit more. I don't disagree. I think that right now they're at that weird in between point. I'm surprised that they didn't try and go get Devonte Adams. I would have. Yeah. I mean, what a, what a beautiful offense that would be if you had Devonte Adams to that, but Minshew okay. did Minshew things. Taylor 95 yards Colts end up losing. I don't think they're going to win a lot of games for the rest of the year, but well, if Jonathan Taylor can still run the ball like he's accustomed to doing, we'll see. I don't know. I don't think Anthony Richardson's the answer there in in, in Indianapolis. I, don't, I, think I don't think he is if he can stay healthy. I, Dude, personally, I don't think it's going to last for him long term. I think he will be a career backup before he reaches the pinnacle. He was so good until he got injured, though. He was good. He looked like Justin Fields. Yeah, which is really good until you're not. So right. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to write him off like, yet. I'm not going to write him off he yet. Like Fields prototype A one. I'm not going to write him off yet. I think Fields can be successful in a different offense too. But we're also the Bears, so it is what it is. All right, ah, Bears, Texans at Panthers. It was the battle of the rookie quarterbacks. And congratulations, you congratulations. Won. Keep don't him win any more. Don't win any more. Is all. Don't win any more. We need Marvin Harrison. We Jr. need Marvin Harrison, and we need we probably need Caleb too. Um, yeah. Browns at Seahawks. My only Close note is, game? yeah, I mean, did you bet on the I, Browns? Did like you literally put money on the Browns? I didn't. No, but every time we make picks, I just go against the Seahawks. I need to stop. PJ Walker is probably better than Deshaun, even though he didn't play well this week. Because I wouldn't he's, say he's better than Deshaun. I just think right Deshaun. now, Deshaun Watson came out and said, "You know, if I could be on the field, I would." And blah blah blah. Fuck off! No way. And, and I, I just think it was maybe a flash in the pan. You haven't played in a year. Maybe you're cooked. Maybe it's over. Maybe your time has come. You're done. Maybe you're just meant to ride the bench now for two hundred forty million. Or maybe he only plays well when he's getting rubbed off all the time. Who knows? Maybe he needs handies. He could. Some boys need he could. handies. Um, he he could need handies, be especially playing on the Browns. Maybe he's not used to playing in cold weather. He could. 
I uh, Geno Smith is still surprisingly good, and I'm gonna have a hard time betting against the Seahawks for the rest of the season this season. Geno, dude, Geno's a dog. It's weird. It's so weird to me. It doesn't make any sense. Those dog guys. Um, Bengals and 49ers. Bengals and 49ers. Hate to say, I want to rip it. I want to rip it because Joey B gave it to him, and the Bengals are they're back. They're back, babe. It's finally happened. Cincinnati was like, when, is it, when are they going to be back? And I know, and that's kind of what everybody's been saying, where it's like, they're eventually going to click. They get off to the season slow, but like we were seven weeks in and we're like, Jesus Christ, like what is going on? Like, when are they going to get here? Welcome. They're here. They're four and three now. Winning record. Joey B plays well. He's getting the ball to his guys. Jamar Chase has a fucking great game, 100 yards and a touchdown. And it gets a little difficult on San Francisco when – you have to lean on Purdy a lot. And he threw the ball 31 times, 365 good yardage, two touchdowns or two interceptions, not what you're looking for. I'm surprised he played past concussion protocol. Yeah, I it was, it was supposed to be Sammy D season. I was hoping it. for Sammy D season. It didn't happen. I um I think Kirk Cousins may be a viable option for them if they don't re-sign him in Minneapolis. I think he would be great in a Shanahan offense considering he played for him. Could be, so. but I think they're gonna they're gonna lean on Brock and hopefully he can come back. But there was a lot more than just quarterback play on the San Francisco 49ers that were the issue in this game. <laughs> but they need yeah. to win another fucking game because they were undefeated and now they're going three in a row on the other end. So write the ship, 49ers. Write the ship. I mean, this does happen to them every now and again. Christian McCaffrey though scores, I think, in seventeen at games in a row. Yep. Because he's you draft him in fantasy, you look like a fucking genius. Yep. Until you're just always worried about the injury. Hopefully, it doesn't happen. Yeah. He's a great player. Always. Uh, True. Chiefs Broncos. How? Fuck, dude. First time only... since 2015 that the Broncos beat the Chiefs. It's me. Hi. Hi. Yeah. She's the she problem. It's her. She, she wasn't, wasn't there. there. Pat and Patrick Mahomes was sick. Yeah, it was, it on was his flu he game. Was he didn't play well. I think get rid of all the turnovers and the Chiefs blow them out, but they didn't because they didn't score at all. I think uh, this is a flash in the pan. I don't think the Chiefs are that worried about it, and I think the Broncos are really happy they finally beat Patrick Mahomes. What I would like to bring up, though, is something. Okay, I do that. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes this season. Let's get a let's get a idea of his stats. Yeah. And remember this. This season, Patrick Mahomes has totaled 15 total touchdowns and eight interceptions with a passer rating of 95.8. Yep. Right? Okay. Cool, right? Okay. Let's uh let's let's look at uh good old danger. Okay. Good old Danger Russ. Danger Russ this season. 16 total touchdowns. Yep. Four interceptions. Ooh. Pass rating. So, 45. Anyways. That's where it falls, dude. Because that's the thing. It's like. I'm you... just saying the numbers are. If we're going statistics. Yeah. The numbers I mean, are right there. Their defense plays poorly for sure. The Broncos throw the ball a lot more than the Chiefs do because they have to because they're often playing from behind. And sure. 
he has a bajillion incompletions. It takes him way more plays to get down there. I'm not saying that they're they're definitely not the same quarterback. They're fucking definitely not the same quarterback. But it is funny when you see stats like that. The numbers look until you get the quarterback rating. Sure. Yeah. I'm not saying they're efficient. Who's but they talking don't have about quarterback game. They don't rating? Have an offensive line. They don't have a defense. That's a formidable team in KC. Yeah. I mean, bring, yeah, bring Russell Frost Wilson to Chicago. Team. We're good. Oh, God. No, please. Cooked. Washed. Cooked. Done. Done. Stick a fork in him. But Chiefs yeah, will win I mean, next this week. Was... Chiefs will win next Probably. week. Probably. I mean, it's... By, a, by a landslide. Yeah. That's kind of what we're looking at now. But go f- good for you, Denver. Get one of those morale yep. victories. Couple more games yep. here. Ravens at Cardinals, closer than I thought it was going to be, but skip it. Ravens win. Yeah, I kind of want to skip this too. Bears at Chargers. They just got fucking sloshed. Valus Jones, man, what a draft pick. That's all yeah, I got. I know they fucking smoked them. The Bears suck. The Chargers suck a little bit less. There you go. Lions at Raiders or Raiders at Lions. Excuse me. Uh, Lions no, bounce back. It. Bounce back. Jameer Gibbs season. Yep. Uh, when Monty comes back, that's a formidable one-two punch. Monty's definitely going to take that Jamal Williams role, I think. Um, but, yeah, 152 yards and a TD kind of took the weight off of Jared Goff a little bit. Amon Ra getting 108 yards. This is just a classic Lions win. This is becoming consistent now. They're 6-2 and two on the season. They're winning the fucking NFC North now. There's no arguments there. Sam Laporta looking to be the what a tight pick. end of the draft. What a wow. pick. Yeah, what Michael Mayer, where you at? He ain't nowhere to be found. He's playing on the other team, and he's yep. not very good. Um, I would say that the Raiders just fired Josh McDaniel. Supposedly oh, yeah, we didn't say that. Halloween. Yeah, supposedly got fired in a Halloween costume, conspiracy pod. I don't know um, about all that. Halloween costume, Mark it, Davis. It'd be funny if that's the case, though. So the story rolling around the Internet right now is that he got fired on Halloween day, dressed up as Mark Davis, and Mark Davis went to his office, and then they ordered in P.F. Chang's, and then he had a fortune cookie that said, you're fired, son, which I don't believe. I don't, but that'd be awesome. Uh, I think the reason he got he's fired sick. is because of fucking he sucks. absolute like horrible coaching consistently for every time, everywhere that he's been besides New England with Belichick doing offensive coordinating. That's the only place he can coach. Besides that, he sucks major donkey dong. And now they're paying Gruden and they're paying McDaniels and they're cash poor. What the fuck? This team is a mess. Mark Davis isn't going to be able to pay the taxes on the team, let alone pay the fucking guys that he hired to coach his teams. He's the owner of the Las Vegas Aces, and they just won two championships in a row. So. Yeah, so they won about they got about fucking twelve dollars that they'll be able to throw at the team, and hopefully it band aids them up. It's gonna be right. You the money in the WNBA and the NFL is quite different. They should have kept that fucking guy who was the interim head coach after Gruden. He was great. Uh, Rich Passaccia. Yes, they should have kept him. He was great for them. They now, loved him. Now they have New York Giants legend Antonio Pierce, the linebackers coach, moving up to who's, being the head coach. Who's from the Bay, and yep. he says he he grew up a Raider fan, and this is like a dream come true for him. So maybe who knows? He could turn it around. I think Josh McDaniels is, is an absolute fucking cancer for any team that he's on. So good, get, yeah, and get his ass out of there. Let it be known that uh, they're also planning on benching Jimmy Garoppolo for the rest of the season. Where for... it is. I don't know. Brian Hoyer? No, some other guy. 
Okay. Good luck. I forget his name. I forget his name. Good luck to them. But the Lions take a dub. Great game. Probably could have played a little bit cleaner, but they have a bye week. They're going to come back healthy from a bye week. It's going to be an interesting game. We'll see. Agreed. Agreed. be great. All right. Let's get our week down. Could be great. Could be good. Um, Could be good. We're going to (laughs) see. Let's get our week down picks on here. And we'll let you guys. Paid a lot of money. Paid a lot of money for Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Hasn't done a fucking thing but get jerked off at a brothel. We'll see. We'll see. Handsome likes fellow. Likes Tomorrow like tonight, Illinois. <laughs> Prostitutes just giving away to him for free. He's like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> All right. We're going to get our picks in and we're going to let you guys have a wonderful a weekend and hopefully get some wins yourself. So get some. Week nine, Thursday night football. Titans at Steelers. Who do you got, Mike? Is Kenny Pickett playing? Uh, I don't think so. I think Kenny Pickett's dealing with an AC joint injury, which aren't usually good. Mitch V. Levis. Uh, I, I think it is going to be a Mitch and Levis game. Uh, let's see Kenny Pickett here. Kenny Pickett to be a game-time decision for Thursday oh. night's game. Oh, so that would tell me either he plays or plays half a game and comes out. I saw that injury on Sunday and it didn't did not look, look good. good. Um, so I'm going to roll with momentum. And if I'm a bet man, I'm going to bet Will Levis. I am doing the same, dude. I will take the Titans as well. I like this Will Levis. Now we got Dolphins at Chiefs 9 a.m. game in Germany. Well, if you're going to do anything, I'd bet the over. Yeah. For the record, bet the over. I am going to say that Chiefs comeback game they win. So there's a little birdie that tells me that the Dolphins are head, that headed out to Germany on Monday. And the Chiefs are heading out there tomorrow. So they're only going to have one practice, supposedly. I don't know if that's going to adjust if they're good or well, bad. Practice here, they'll just take. I know, off. but you get used. You get used to Germany. The timing there is that going to affect them at all? Um, this feels like, ah, uh, cause the thing is, is that the chiefs they're the dolphins need to beat a good team and they can't do that. So this two sides, of this coin, uh, I'm going to take the dolphins. I'd really, I really, really, oh, really, wow. it, but I'm going to take, take the dolphins. All right. We'll wow. see how it Vince goes. And says they're going to win next week. Tua, and Tua, he Tua. sees the matchup and he's like, wow, I'm riding the McDaniel train. Hey, man, so never know how it works out from full move gotten. All right, Vikings at Falcons. This game is, um, uh, yeah, I don't even know where to go. I'm just going to go with the Vikings because they play good defense, and I don't think uh, they're going to have much of a chance to, yeah. Josh Dobbs might play this game. It stinks like a Dolphins or a Falcons victory to me right now, though. Stinks like a Falcons victory. stinking like a Falcons victory, eh? Yeah, so I'm going to take the Falcons, and we'll see how it goes. See how it works out for him, Cotton. Bears and Saints. Saints. I'm done. The Bears fucking, fucking done. suck. Fuck them. <laughs> the Bears suck. Rams at Packers. Give me the Packers simply due to the fact that Brett Ripon is going to be starting for the Rams. So bad. Brett Ripon. Pretty bad. So bad. I'm taking the Packers as well. Commanders at Patriots. Kendrick Bourne goes down with a torn ACL. Right when he was playing very well for that team. Very, very well. Yeah, I Kami's just offloaded two of their best defensive pieces. I don't think it's going to be a good game for them. Give me the Pats. 
I'm going to take the Commanders, and I'm going to do that because Sam Howell played Ow. well. And I do think when you get rid of a couple guys and other guys get their chance, they're fucking dogged up, ready to go. That's the only reason get why. Get out of their dog shit and I not think, ready to go. I think they're going to be excited, and then it's going to go strictly downhill from there. That's where I'm taking okay. it. Okay. They are playing in Foxborough. Remember that. True. Seahawks at Ravens. Give me the Seahawks at Ravens. In Baltimore. Mm, Baltimore's a tough play to play. I'll take the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens as well. I know I said stop betting against the Seahawks, but Ravens at home, I'm taking Ravens. Buccaneers at Texans. Give me the Texans at home. Oh, I like this that This is a game. hard week, dude. I like that game. This is Give a me difficult the week. I want to do the same thing. But the Texans just didn't look good this week. I'm going to take them because I'm going to ride high on the C.J. Stroud trip. I think it's, yeah, together. I think it's a comeback game. Uh, although, you know, Todd Bowles, great defensive coach. but Not I, a I good head think... coach. I don't right. think he is. Update for everybody in the World Series. Tied 0-0 going into the top of the fourth. Okay. So at this point, we still don't fucking know. Um, Cardinals at Browns. Is this Kyler? I'm just going to say go with the Browns. Is Kyler okay, coming I'm back? Thinking, I have no idea. Probably I'll take, not. I'll take PJ as well. I'm going to go with the Browns because I don't know what the quarterback situation is, and they got no more Josh Dobbs. Colts at Panthers. I don't know. I know. This is like, this is like the toilet bowl of a weekend. It's um, the hardest week, though. All of these are going to be close games, I feel it's like. It's a toss-up. I will say that they played a good defensive game. Uh, the Colts, though, with Jonathan Taylor running the ball, I, I think I'm going to lean Colts here because I think this is a good Minshew game. This is a good Jonathan Taylor rushing the ball for a lot of yards, touchdowns, etc. I'm going to. I just think there. the Colts are a better team talent wise, and I also want the Panthers to lose, so I'm also going to take the Colts with you. All right, Shipple again, Giants at Raiders. What? Um. I just fuck it. Flip a coin. Give me the Raiders. I don't I don't know what more to say. Give me the right. Raiders. Maybe I'll... Antonio Pierce gives them the injection they need. For parity, I... you should take the Giants. I won't because I can't trust in fucking Tommy DeVito and I don't know if Terod Taylor's coming back. So I really I'd rather have, I'd rather have you Brian Hoyer. You can have the Giants. You want them? No. Me I either, man. I chose first. Tommy DeVito oh, might. Yeah, man. you choose first every time. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. I know. I'm not taking Tommy DeVito. I'm taking the Raiders. Eight before beauty, you beautiful bitch. I guess so. Cowboys at Eagles. Thank you for calling me beautiful. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, <laughs> give me the Eagles because. The Eagles. Yeah, give me the Eagles at home all day. Yeah, the Cowboys won by too much last week to not take the Eagles. So I'm totally. with you on that. Bills at Bengals. Let's hope somebody doesn't die. Give me the <laughs> Bengals. Oh, man. Um, Too soon? Too soon? No. I kind of want the Bills in this one. Let's add some that to the parody. This might be your whole comeback week right now if my picks don't I told go you. Well. This, this smells possible. like a comeback week. It's, don't call it a comeback. It's either going to be a bigger lead or a switcheroonie in the leaderboards. We'll see how this goes. Final matchup, Chargers at Jets. 
Give me the Chargers because offensively they're a lot better than the Jets. Jets might take them away. It depends on the weather as well, but I'm going to go with the Chargers this game. They won by too much last week, and they have proven to not be consistent. I think that the Jets' defense is very good. Running with Zach. Give me the Jets at home. Whoa. Lots of parity this week. This could be the weekend. We do have a lot of picks here that go against the grain, but time's going to tell people. I mean, is it the week that Mike chooses to come back? This is the toughest is the week? week. There's a there's a ton of parody. This is a tough week. There's a lot of parody. We got a lot going on here. We're going to be paying attention to it all week. I might get a text message on Sunday and be like, you sure about that? You sure about and, uh, that? Or, or, or I'm going to give it back to him in a couple different ways. So we'll see. As always, people, we thank you for joining us. And wherever you're joining us, if that's on any streaming platform, which you know we are on we appreciate you joining us. Then on top of that, now we're on the YouTubes or wherever you listen to your podcast. So if you're on YouTube right now, hit that little bell in the corner for us. We would appreciate that and share it to a fella or a friend. Or maybe, just maybe, you want to, or just maybe, you want to share it to your family members. In particular, there's one family member that we're going to call out once again because it is that time of the year. You got a grandfather out there. Yeah. He, he might be a great guy. Either that or you got a father who you made a grandfather. They like the football. So share the pod with them because I bet you they get a gig a lot of it with you. It's something that you could share together. Not Agreed. just football on Sundays, but the Taxi Squad boys on Thursdays. So if you know what to do, do what's good for you. I'm looking directly into your soul here. Tommy DeVita. <laughs> you go fucking Tommy very Italian right now. <laughs> Look right in your soul right here. <laughs> well, with all that being said, people, we are back once again, and we'll see you next week. It's always a pleasure. Peace.